0: You are listening to the San Antonio Zen Center Dharma Talks. The San Antonio Zen Center is supported solely by donation, so that everyone can participate in our offerings and programs, regardless of income. If you are able, please consider making a donation to SAZC through the donation button on our site, sanantoniozen.org, or by visiting paypal.me slash Thank you for your practice and enjoy the talk. Today, I will talk about forgiveness. Um, Forgiveness has become central to my Dharma practice and the opportunity to reflect and to speak uh, is, I think, another step on the process, another step on the path of, of forgiveness. Um, and as I reflect, I, I have uh, verses that I want to share, uh, verses about, uh, about forgiving. Uh, and the talk also connects with experiences that have, have been part of, of my understanding and, and forgiveness practice. Um, I would like to recite some verses. And as I do that, um, I invite you to be present and to feel, feel them as, uh, as sutras. And uh, and in a way, I think uh, as I as I speak the verses, it's it's also a way a way for me to meditate as I'm talking, uh, and and a way for me to uh, to drop more in, into my body and, and presentness. However, you have harmed me knowingly or unknowingly, willingly or unwillingly, I now forgive you. However, I have harmed you, knowingly or unknowingly, willingly or unwillingly, please forgive me. However, I have harmed myself, knowingly or unknowingly, willingly or unwillingly, I now forgive myself. The importance of forgiveness connects with a number of things uh, that challenge me. Uh, I tend to be goal-driven and try to do better. And to be better, um, that is um, that is kind of a continual attitude. But I think as as I have encountered different situations, it it becomes clearer to me and and in a way more uh, more complex. Um, I think. Something I realized more than I used to was how much trying to be better involves a sense of disappointment that goes along with it. Um, I think uh, to want to to want to do your best um, while that I would have assumed is always a good thing um, has kind of a shadow side of of disappointment uh, in different ways, um, perhaps for not being informed or not knowing, or not doing things right, or feeling awkward. Um, the, the sense of, of self betterment, uh, I think can also connect to Dharma practice to try to do better and to to kind of to, to change, change yourself. Um, and usually if I decide something, I'll push myself to keep going. Uh, and I think it's that um, also kind of contributes to the, to the pattern of being better. Um, I think that one example for me has been in education to seek education, um, which is at the same time really fulfilling and competitive. Um, I think there's a mindset of of comparing yourself to others, uh and in a way, I see the same reaction in myself that makes me feel like like I'm not uh doing Buddhism well enough, that it's like <laughs> that I just you know don't know fully what's going on, <laughs> so. I mean, it's funny in a way, but it's a pattern <laughs> and uh, and so and so somehow this this connects back to forgiveness as I'll, as I'll try to explain, but there, there's this sort of sense of um, not just not not being enough, I think. Um, and I used to think that was more about self- achievement and now I see it more, also, as about self-judgment, and another area of my life, and this is, I think, the example that—that's um, the more recent one—is how how forgiveness played a role when when I got divorced, which was ten years ago. Um, I think the the experience of a relationship ending and having to to change so many things Um, also I think in some ways took kind of took me a couple steps back from from trying to be better Um, and I think it's because because it wasn't about being better it was it was you know sometimes things are about coping (laughs) and so coping with you know with a massive change is um, you know is something is something in practice that um that kind of it draws it draws awareness of of suffering um, which includes kind of grief on my part but it it also i think uh i think being divorced is a kind of a shattering and a and a rebuilding um and and i think it was it was a, at that time that to feel, I, I guess the importance of forgiveness uh, became more, um, it touched me more, um, more deeply, it Became, it became something that, uh, that forgiveness drew me. Um, I think that to be forgiven was connected with, also seeing protective walls that I think I had put up kind of coming down and and forgiveness is connected with the vulnerability um, and so I think it was grief in a way and change uh, that drew me so strongly to forgiveness practice uh, the verses that I recited uh, I am um, grateful to Colin for introducing me to and and as I say the verses I think it they give me also a chance to to think about how how they apply what the words mean uh, and and what what view of the self that I find in the in the structure of the verses, between directing forgiveness toward someone else, directing from someone else toward yourself, and then thirdly from yourself to yourself, like it's almost like a like a self-referential loop, um, and and it really, uh, I think forgiveness. It, is often seen as something that's really about two people maybe the person who you know who did something to her and then the one who you know received it so there's like a doer and a there's like an active side and a, and a receptive side or there's it, it's a very it's it's strikes me as, as as having these two these two people and uh, and I think in practice really that that the the way this kind of divides between self and other is something that that I don't agree with or I, let's say I don't I think there's much more and more going on. And, uh, and that's, and I wanted to try to, to take that a part of it to, to think about what it is, if forgiveness is about yourself or if it's about another person or what the direction of forgiveness is. Um, I mean, there are three parts to the verses um, and each part related to, you know, to my experience. Um, and I think in the context of, of a marriage or, or a, a love relationship, um, the, the beginning, you know, the part about the other person, um, the first part is I'll read it to think further. However, you have harmed me, knowingly or unknowingly, willingly or unwillingly, I now forgive you. The first, so the first part had seemed easy to perceive in a way, also seemed to me relatively um, direct, um, also felt willing to forgive, at least in my mind uh, that made sense. Um, I could conceive the intention to forgive Uh, And, and so that I think that kind of that connected and confirmed an idea of myself, that was my common sense idea. Uh, The second part, uh, the second part, however, I've harmed you knowingly or unknowingly, willingly or unwillingly, please forgive me. I could also picture this. Uh, I could picture the sense of of having hurt someone else. Um, Change in a situation itself will hurt. To have different feelings with someone you love will hurt. Uh, Something may need to be said, but maybe spoken unskillfully or avoided Um, actions may be timed in a way that causes hurt. And particularly in when I'm thinking about myself as the person acting, uh, I can see how unclear it is where to make the distinction between what is knowing or unknowing uh, and what is willing or unwilling. Uh, that part of the verses repeated all three times, knowingly or unknowingly, willingly or unwillingly, it has a has a lot of potential to reveal what what is going on. Uh, I think that it will always be true that we are somewhat unaware of the difference between what we know or don't, or what we will or don't. And I think that's a healthy thing, but but not necessarily um, not necessarily maybe what you'd want um, the situation to be. Given that it seems good to know, um, however, I think in our actions the intentions are are often quite um, hard to kind of to unpack. Um, and and then the second verse then about myself, I think. I think it, it it a place of kind of, of contemplation is, is just considering causes. Now the third part, self-forgiveness, was my real aha moment in the verses. Um, and I think it it's partly because it because I didn't realize how much um, I pushed myself or how much. I hold against myself, possibly, um, because of not being good enough, um, and so self forgiveness is, is relevant. and And the verses made me like very vividly aware of that. and And I think self forgiveness is the area of growth for me. Um, instead of an image of forgiveness as being two people, uh, from the perspective of karmic conditioning there's a sense that it's not personal in a way it's not it's not about you or it's not just you or or whatever that that self is is really um really diffuse. it's not compartmentalized or a separate self it and and the language of self forgiveness it that the 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 use of the word self there is is something that that i've really come to to see in in different ways it can't possibly be all about me and it's not even me as if that is is a thing uh i Uh, believe in meaningful coincidence. And as a coincidence, I came across a teaching that was in a a piece of paper in my copy of Zen Mind, Beginner's Mind. Uh, And at the top of the paper, it was hand penciled, uh, a kind of a, a memo by myself saying, this was the Farewell Dharma Talk by John Grimes, where he gave us a piece of paper. So I have this Artifacts. So I was very, so I came across this as I was like deep into my forgiveness reflection. Uh, I found this folded paper. It's it's printed in a few colors of ink. It's not titled, um, and one of the quotations on this page spoke spoke to me, uh, and I'd like to to share it here. Um, I traced it back to uh, a narrative about the Buddha uh, and it comes from something called the Bahia Sutta, which is at this point 2500 years old something that old I yes that that is the thing too uh, I so I discovered this this teaching and here and it's a narrative and it's it's kind of It's a colorful one, so I will tell the story as well as um, reflect on the self in a particular part. Uh, Here's what happens. There's a man called Bahia. He wears bark cloth. That's a type of cloth. Um, I also looked that up. Uh, But let's continue. He is a practitioner of the Dharma. Uh, He has followers. He's a teacher. He's trying pretty hard. Um, He is certainly trying to be better. Um, But he's also, I mean, he's, you know, in the continent of South Asia, I mean, he, he has followers, he is doing, he's doing his best. Um, He has a crisis, however, he, he comes to believe he's not doing it right, uh, that maybe it was wrong, maybe his practice is not enough, uh, and he's advised to go seek out Buddha, Siddhartha Gautama, um, and so the set this story uh, is really a challenge, kind of a challenge of seeking the right practice, trying to be, trying to do what you should do. Uh, and, and then the, what occurs then is that he takes a long journey. He needs to find the Buddha. He believes he's maybe mistaken. He's disappointed. Uh, he After his journey, he succeeds in finding Buddha and he is looking for his answers. Um, so he finds the Buddha, the Buddha is walking through town, collecting alms with monks. Not a good time, but, but he interrupts him and says, you know, he asks for a teaching. Uh, and the Buddha says, this is not the time and what continues. So Vahir is um, waiting uh, and in the, in the narrative, he asks a second time, again, he's kept waiting. When he asks the third time, uh, the Buddha speaks to him uh, and this, what Buddha speaks is the, is the quotation that John Grimes left to the Sangha on his farewell. And so, and it also spoke really deeply to me and I wanted to figure out why that was. I will read it to you. Here we go. Uh, it, this is a one translation there. There are various ones from Pali. Buddha spoke. Then Bahia, you should train yourself thus. In reference to the scene, there will be only the scene. In reference to the herd, only the herd. In reference to the sensed, Only the sensed. In reference to the cognized, only the cognized. That is how you should train yourself. When for you, there will be only the seen in reference to the seen. Only the heard in reference to the heard. Only the sensed in reference to the sensed. Only the cognized in reference to the cognized. Then Bahia there is no you in connection with that. When there is no you in connection with that, there is no you there. When there is no you there, you are neither here nor there, nor in between. This, just this is the end of suffering. Now how does this teaching speak to my experience and to suffering and forgiveness? Uh, my goal-driven self was derailed, has been derailed, um, different reasons. Self-forgiveness is certainly meaningful to me as part of part of forgiveness. Um, however, in this teaching, the, the self is not clear at all. There is no you. What there is, is the, the present, the happening, the, the breath, the cognition. Who is the self? Of self forgiveness and what is the story, my story or others? Who is it about? In a way, the the self the self itself is not there. And how do we understand that? Bahia was disappointed. He had a crisis, but he also continued his practice. He wanted to be correct, even perfect. He wanted to be an arhat, someone who understands the true nature of existence, which in Buddhist time was uh, achieving nirvana. Uh, and in the narrative though, I think one reason it spoke to me is because he was unsure. And he was trying pretty hard. And on that level, at least I find, uh, find it relatable. But really the, the sentence that I come back to again is, there is no you in connection with that. There is no you there. And then what's that mean about self-forgiveness? what about the self? I realized more and more that anything that I wanted to do over was a uh, part of my, my constructions about either me, who I was or the past what that was or even the present caught up in, in my own stories rather than simply hitting or sitting or hearing or or doing effects may be willing or unwilling intentional or unintentional knowing or unknowing things happen due to a great many causes but the present itself is and how am i experiencing the moment of being aware forgiveness is not about going back and it's not about trying to be better. My narratives about what happened are just my opinion, my limited view. Just to see, just to hear, just to be, to be now. Forgiveness is accepting. I would be happy to to talk and have questions and comments from folks on camera or in person.